Do you want to make a difference in the world? And see the lives of the people of India and all internationals transformed with the gospel? As India goes, all Asia will go with Living the Dream podcast provides tools for you to pray, give, and go as you become an active participant in the Great Commission and help your church's demographic represent the demographic of your community. Get ready to find your strategy for reaching your community and changing the world here at Living the Dream podcast with your host, Pastor Kevin. Hello, it's Pastor Kevin, and you're listening to Living the Dream podcast. It's September the 16th, 2020. This is episode 48, and I cannot thank you enough for subscribing, listening, and reviewing Living the Dream podcast. Ultimately, I just want to commend you for joining the revolution of reaching the foreign-born internationals, living in the community with the gospel, and partnering with them in the Great Commission. So last week, we looked at how Jesus was a foreigner. And today, I want to just talk a moment about how foreigners live sent. I have been building this argument that internationals live sent because they are foreigners. And we looked at how we are to welcome the foreigners. And then the following week, we looked at how we are to live as foreigners. Then we looked at how Jesus was a foreigner. And today we're going to wrap up this insight to how internationals live sent because they are foreigners by just looking at the reality that foreigners live sent. Throughout this four weeks, we've just looked at the definition of foreigners, and that is a person not native to or naturalized in a country or jurisdiction under consideration. And so if you're born in the USA and you uh, live in the USA, then you're not considered a foreigner as far as America goes. If you are born in the USA and you go to India and you live there, now you're a foreigner in India or China, you're now a foreigner in China. If you're born in China and you go over to India, you're now considered a foreigner. If you live in China, you're not considered a foreigner. And so we're just looking at what that means to be a foreigner, to be an international, to be a refugee, to be an immigrant, because the Bible makes it very clear. We are to live as immigrants because we are foreigners. We are aliens. We are strangers. Jesus himself was a foreigner. We've talked about this. And so today we want to just understand the nature of a foreigner is to live sent. How many people today are considered to be foreigners? Let's just take a look at the numbers. The number of international migrants globally reached an estimated 272 million in 2019. This is an increase of 51 million since 2010. In the last 10 years, there's 51 million more international, foreign-born internationals on the globe. This is where people from Thailand are now living in a country other than Thailand, or people in Nigeria are now living in a different country than Nigeria. So born in one area, but living, working, going to school in other countries, now being considered an international migrant 
It's on the increase. And so we, as the body of Christ, need to seize the opportunity to welcome, to be friends with, to show hospitality, to take care of, to advocate for, to protect, to minister to the foreign-born internationals living in our community. According to the United Nations in 2019, the United States, Germany, and Saudi Arabia had the largest number of immigrants of any country in the world. The USA is right there on top. We have incredible schools. We have incredible hospitals. There's lots of reasons that people from around the world are wanting to be in America. You maybe have no exposure to this, but there are tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people that have applied for visas that have no visa, and yet you're exposed to thousands and tens of thousands of internationals living in the U.S., and they're only a small fraction of the applications that actually get permitted to come into the U.S.A. because there's a visa exchange And for instance, the United States would exchange visas with India to get um, the transportation of Indians to the U.S. and and the ability for Americans to go over to India. And that happens around the globe and with country after country. And so I'm not even sure the actual number of visas that are allotted per year, but the people who get visas are only a small fraction of those that actually apply to come over to the U.S. And the same would be true of Germany. The same would be true of Saudi Arabia and many other countries where the immigrants are going. So let's just look at the top characteristics of foreigners. They are considered to be non-conformist. They tend to have unique personality traits which set them apart from the average Joe. And so if you would take time, as you and I take time to get to know foreign-born internationals living in our community, you're going to hear some amazing heroic stories of perseverance, of, of incredible hard work, of sacrifice to even get to come to school in the U.S., to get to come over for employment to the USA. The list could go on and on and on, but these are cream of the crop people from around the world that have really gone after the dream of coming to America, or the same could be true of going to Germany or going to Australia, but but it takes a nonconformist to say, I am going to leave my homeland I'm not going to do what everyone else in my high school is doing, and I'm going to travel. I'm going to go look for education in a, in a, a different country or look for employment in a different country. Foreigners as a whole are nonconformists. Another thing, secondly, is that they're problem solvers. Setting up camp indifferently in a foreign environment brings challenges. And so they have had to learn to solve problems. They've had to learn how to uh, figure out financial ability to come to the USA or to go to Australia, to go to that country in which they are desiring for education, desiring for employment. You, as a foreigner, are destined 
to encounter pleasant surprises and strange problems that you could have never imagined from transportation to language barriers to cultural barriers to finding housing to finding meals to enrolling in universities there's great opportunity but there's a big price to be paid and foreigners as a whole are problem solvers the third is that they are able to read personalities when you are not an expert at a language, you must be able to pick up on subtle social clues in order to make decisions. It's as if they have where there's a will, there's a way mentality, and they learn to exceed language barriers and social awkwardness in order to survive, in order to thrive. They are able to read personalities. They can figure out how to communicate when languages are a barrier or when customs are a barrier. They can pick up on rejection. They can pick up on acceptance. They can pick up on prejudice. They can pick up on being welcomed. They know when you care about them. They know when you don't give a flip about them. We would do well to understand these top characteristics of foreigners. Here's another thing I want you to understand about foreigners. One million immigrants worldwide receive lawful permanent resident status each year, also known as a green card that puts them on the path of citizenship. Every single year, a million people on the planet have left their homeland and where they are now living, they are being allowed a green card, which is a step toward becoming citizens in that new country. How do people become foreigners? Let me just give you four reasons that we have this growth of immigrants and strangers and aliens and foreigners. One is just Family members are going to be with family members and relatives. You might have a niece or a nephew that decides to study in the USA and eventually maybe some of their siblings would join them. Maybe a parent or both parents would join them. Maybe grandparents would join them. They might have cousins join them. And so foreigners are increasing because they're going to be with family members that have now been able to become successful in that new place of where they are living. If you have family members, relatives who have green card holders, that allows you to bring your relatives to you. And so that's a reason that foreigners are increasing. The second is because of study. They are giving the SAT, the GRE, the GMAT, uh, the GMAT, or any other exams, and they get admitted into university. So the second reason that people are becoming foreigners and leaving their homeland is because they are pursuing higher education in other countries. The third is job and employment opportunities in other countries. And the fourth is for investors and venture capitalists and entrepreneurs. 
that are leaving their homeland and going abroad to other countries in order to pursue like the American dream or dream in, in business and entrepreneurship and, and other areas. The last thing I want to just talk about today is why foreigners live sent. There's this environment in which by leaving your homeland and going to live in a foreign country, you are many times doing so because your family is sending you to that other country. It We hear it takes a village, it takes a tribe about educating a child. Well, if you would hear the stories of the foreign-born internationals living in your community, you would know that they, it took a village, it took a tribe for them to leave their homeland and come to your community. They probably had to collaborate financially with other family members to even afford to be able to do so. There's a lot that goes into it, but in essence, you have them being sent out by their family with the blessings of the family. There are many college students that could literally spoil the entire family if they don't do well in their studies because their family's future is riding on the success of their family member studying abroad and having a good education and finding a good job and making more money than they would otherwise. The second reason foreigners live sent is that they're being sent by their employer. You have companies in the U.S. sending people to India to work. You have companies in India sending their employees to the U.K. for work and all over. There's a lot of company crossover for business development, corporate development reasons. You have a company sending an immigrant to your community and they're living sent because they have been sent by their family. They've been sent by their employer. Another reason is that they're sent by destiny. If you hear the, the testimonies, if you hear the stories, the backstory of the foreign-born internationals living in your community, you're going to see that many of them persevered because of the destiny, the sense of destiny that God has placed into their heart to come and study or come to work and come to have a better life in your community. And so that destiny, that sense of the calling of God on their life uh, to, to that, you know, we have had many people that we have interviewed on the show that have been born in other countries that have sensed God calling them to the USA to strengthen the church here in its reach of uh, people far from God, including foreign-born internationals. And so the fourth reason is just sent by the sovereignty of God. And so you already have this environment of being sent. Foreigners respect being sent. Their families have sent them out. Their employers have sent them out. Destiny has sent them out. Almighty God has sent them out. And so foreigners live sent. So when we reach them with the gospel, they're already in the motion of living sent. 
And you don't have to convince them that the gospel is global, that the church is multinational. They already have it in their DNA. Being sent is already in their DNA. And it would do every church in America well to reach foreign-born internationals with the, with the gospel and then partnering with them in the Great Commission. If you are a church in California and you reach only people born in California, then you can change the state of California. And that's great. Praise God for that. But if we are going to reach the community and change the world, then we're going to need to reach the world in our community. People from around the world that God is moving into our community. As we reach them with the gospel, then we can partner with them to fulfill the Great Commission. They're already living sent. It's already in their DNA. So thank you so much for listening today. I love you. I praise God for you. I hope that you'll be back next week as we continue to reach foreign-born internationals with the gospel and partnering with them in the Great Commission. I'll see you right here on Living the Dream next week. Check out Kevin's new book, Audacious Generosity. Given the choice, every one of us wants to be more generous, but fear holds us back. Audacious generosity is where God is the giver and giving depends on what God puts into your hands. Gone are the days of feeling pressured to be the giver. Instead, audacious generosity will empower you for limitless giving as God gives through you. See what happens when we open our hands to God and commit in advance to use what he puts in our hands to fulfill his mission. Check out audaciousgenerosity.com and reserve your copy today. That's audaciousgenerosity.com. We want to give some local love to the award-winning team at Mako Medical, one of the most desired laboratories in the United States with the quickest turnaround time in the industry and one of the fastest growing companies in the Triangle region of North Carolina. We recognize their CEO, Chad Price, for his public witness for Christ and corporate practice of generosity. Mako is known for its extensive community service, supporting over 470 local nonprofits and charities, as well as Christian missionaries around the world and proud employers of military veterans. Check out their website at makomedical.com. Thank you for listening to the Living the Dream podcast, empowering and equipping church staff with an identifiable and measurable strategy for reaching internationals and changing the world. You can help us live the dream by liking, commenting, subscribing to this podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. And you can find more resources to empower and equip your church staff at globalhopeindia.org resources. That's globalhopeindia.org resources.